Hey guys, welcome to Pretty Killer Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana. And tonight I have a very special, now I'm going to say guest, friend of a, a long time, Mr. Matt from Beard Laws. What's happening? I did it. We yeah, did I'm, it. We, I'm so happy that we're here. Oh, Finally. I feel, I feel like it was like, we're going to do season one. And then I was like, oh, I'm coming out with season two. And I was like, oh, I can't <laughs> wait till season three. Let's Let's do this. Let's do this. But just to let everyone know, like you pretty much, you gave me my name. You I came mean, up we, with pretty we worked color. through it, right? We did, but we threw around ideas, but you came up with, you know, my title and I'm beyond grateful and thankful for you. Matt has been such a like awesome friend in this whole journey to help with like questions, you know, how to record just any, any stuff. And he's just a man of many talents. So Tell everyone um, what you're working on. Oh man, I would, how long is this episode? Because we get, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll try to keep it uh, all the time quickly, in the world. But uh, yeah, a lot of different stuff. I do a live show Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday show is called Triple T or TikTok Tuesday, and mm -hmm. it's kind of like the name. We have viewers submit videos, co-hosts submit videos from TikTok that we think are funny, twisted. Never know what's going to come out there. We show the videos on there, and after we show them, we react to them. And it's been going on. I think we just hit season three, episode twenty-six. So it's at two and a half years. Damn, it's awesome. So that one's uh, been pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. Then the Thursday show, I don't know. I think the co-hosts get pretty pretty upset with me because I continually <laughs> change the format, which is frustrating. You're not supposed to do that on a podcast, but I, I think a lot of the things that I told you from the get-go, we were throwing out names on how to do it, is keep it fun. Yeah. Be passionate about it. And when I get bored and something's not fun for me, I'm like, all right, guys, we're switching some stuff up. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoy it because honestly, if you're not having fun on camera, the people that are listening or watching are definitely not going to enjoy it as well. So we recently switched to kind of a just free flowing, just podcast where it's kind of just a bunch of dudes at a dive bar, having a conversation, a bunch of guys sitting around a bonfire, just kind of shooting the shit about whatever we spin a wheel at the end of the episode that the viewers and cause it is live as well in uh, us in studio, we just put topics. We kind of have a generic topic yeah. just kind of free flow about that as well. And it's been, it's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm loving it a lot more and eventually yeah. we might even pre-record because giving up Tuesdays and Thursday nights tends to be, a lot when we, you know, we only have about two and a half months of nice weather. Absolutely. And we have families, jobs, other things that take mm -hmm. up our lives. So yeah, very I much so. Yes. Yep. And um, something that, you know, a lot of your viewers might actually enjoy. We recently started a kind of history style podcast yes. called Your Town Podcast uh, of your, you know, kind of just stories in there. And we kind of thought it was cool to feature stuff with ties to where we live. Obviously, Northern New York, you've spent some time in here. You're you're not northern anymore. I don't care what those those people in central New York think, but uh, or I'll even give them maybe upstate. Uh, but upstate. northern New York, you know, from from the Potsdam, we just uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but episode 12 or 13 was the owner of Gibson Guitars. The, the founder of Gibson Guitars actually was born in Chattagay, New York oh. and um, actually spent time at the psych center in Augensburg had a lot of mental health issues and just a lot yeah. of cool stories with some local ties, trying to get local historians to submit stories so we can then eventually give them credit and maybe people can get into, you know, each of these small town areas and check out the, you know, little museums and some stuff like that. So hopefully it'll help the local community. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. I actually got my fiance on a couple episodes. She's mm -hmm. leaning into it a little bit and Zach, mm -hmm 
is uh, is a co-host as well. He's he's got a busy life with family and wrestling and being on the Thursday show. So hasn't always worked out with him, but it's uh, we the three of us at different times. It, it tends to work out. That's awesome to be able to do it with you know your significant other because it's it could be fun or it could be fucking disastrous and <laughs> the, the worst thing ever. But, it's fun, uh, yeah. No, we we enjoy. She doesn't overly love her voice, so we're kind of working on that. Even though it's it's a not no pun intended here, but it's a pretty killer podcast voice. So, <laughs> well, that's like me. Like I had such like in my head moments, and I you know how it went. I did the page, and yep. then I didn't drop an episode for what fucking six months. Like, yep. I I was just so in my head, and I hated my voice. And throughout, people are like, "You have such a nice calming voice," and I'm just like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna." not do this to myself i'm not gonna <laughs> you know do all that but yep but back to the your town um for everyone listening to they did an episode on west craven because he hmm. went to school at potsdam state he was a teacher a at, teacher, uh, at teacher at clarkson and oh, he actually started the drama club there and the big tie with the nightmare on elm street there was actually on elm street in potsdam is a house that looks pretty similar to the one in the movies but he claims it has nothing to do with it but what was what was really cool is the club shot a short film mm-hmm. uh, on a 16 millimeter camera which was his first one they shot a film and the, it, it was kind of of that house and of this. And then it became a frat house and, you know, with the whole movies and everything popping there, there was all this graffiti and all this stuff that happened. But unfortunately they town tried to deem it historical and lost. So they tore it down. Damn fucking mm-hmm. point lost for, for that man. That sucks. But did you, and, and if you guys check the episode, it was very intriguing where he started making films. I don't know if you know this or not. I <laughs> I should know this, right? But I, I don't. The adult industry is actually where he got his start making films and movies. That dirty little bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, good for him because, I mean, look where it brought him. But some of mm-hmm. his early stuff was super dark. Like The Last House the last house on the Left, that movie was like hard, to, the, the original, to sit through. And I think it's because of him that there's usually boobs in every horror movie because of his size you know what i mean and he you know his style and his train of thoughts really did change the horror movie game i mean the the way that he was able you know not only the filming but everything else he he really changed things up in the the horror game so that's why valid point yep uh Mm -hmm. i'm all for boobs because i the 80s genre like horrible acting boobs awesome effects like that's my fucking cup of tea but also like you said about him um changing the game like scream like he literally yeah. changed everything in 96 with Scream and forever grateful for what he has done to horror. I mean, yeah. even prior and and now and to the porn industry. So thank you, Wes yep. Craven. Yeah, just a stud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love him. I miss him dearly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so that yeah, that's awesome. And everyone check out that episode and all the episodes because it's nice to know about the history of little towns because there's so much so you would much. really not even know about. Yep. Yeah. And, and the beauty too, is we're taking stories from people. So, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If, you know, if there's something that you come across and you're like, well, you should do a story here. And we've even got to the point where we're just picking random towns and I'm just getting a hold of, I, to be honest, I don't like doing the research part of it. I'm, I'm the guy that just likes to get on the mic and just get yep. sit in front of a camera and just go. But uh, Zach, he, he's more of the research guy, but there's a, uh, there's some pretty cool stories that, that we have and, and we're trying to get a hold of, like I said, historians and stuff like that that can really paint the picture a lot better in weekend. 
definitely, definitely uh, nice out of their mouth and their take on everything. Yep. Instead of a book. And I'm with you. I hate doing research too. I don't love it. I did like the research that I, uh, we are doing for our topic tonight, which is our top 10 beards in horror, which I'm stoked. Um, but to start off, though, um, just like to ask you, what is like your earliest memory of horror? My earliest memory was I don't know the age because let's be honest. I mean, I have the memory of a gnat. So but uh, <laughs> my, my grandfather in and it's actually the house that I live in currently was a huge movie, but a very, very huge horror movie fan and it was pretty cool because he almost had his own little like movie store in his Ooh. house he had vhs after vhs with multiple movies on them all categorized from one to whatever and he actually had if you wanted to borrow one you had to sign it out almost <laughs> like you were renting it from yes. uh, from an actual movie store and if you didn't you were getting that call on a landline people and you were like where the hell's my movie you got this one you got you know children of the corn gremlins and tremors what are you doing uh, <laughs> i remember yeah he uh he, he the same table actually that's still in my kitchen is uh it, it was just a huge circular table that can hold eight ten people and yep. uh we would just sit around there he had a tv up there probably a shit 13 to 17 inch crt tv just oh kind of mounted on the wall and just movie after movie. And we would just sit around there. We'd kind of shoot the shit, watch some movies, whether I was a young buck. And even, you know, as I grew up, just coming over, having some coffee, hanging out and just yeah. kind of watching movies with him. And Grams would be in the other room, again, surrounded by VHS ones, not watching horror movies, watching soaps yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was it was kind of something that we bonded over. And to be honest, uh, you know, after his passings, I haven't really watched a ton of newer horror movies. You know, it's just kind of a cool way that, you know, we would be able to hang out and, and kind of watch some stuff. And I, I could see boobs as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's so funny, too, like when watching stuff like that at a young age and how people really didn't care. Like parents would take their kids to, you know, like movies in the 80s and there'd be sex and tits and, you know, yeah. all this horrible shit. And it just, they, whatever, like they were going to go see the movie. Exactly. Yeah. No, but so, yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, from, you know, just just hanging out with him. It was a cool memory. I love that for you. I love grandparent stories because I was super close to my grandparents too. Yep. Miss them horribly all the time, but it's nice to have mm -hmm. that, you know, locked away. Um, exactly. So do you remember what like your first horror movie was that you watched that you actually like remembered and kind of like stuck in your brain? The one that really does it is the leprechaun kind of movies. I, I love it. There, there's a quote in there that was uh, like one of his little riddles. There was a there was an old man from Madras whose balls were made of fine brass and dark stormy weather. They both clanged together and sparks blew out of his ass. Something <laughs> like that. It just I don't know. I just can picture him just kind of doing that. And then that evil little laugh. And then he just. Whoosh, but God, <laughs> that one, uh, Children of the Corn, Pat Cemetery, yeah. Tremor, oh, yeah. we watched those, the Gremlins, you know, just like I said, those those were the ones. I can't say this was the one. I, yeah. I don't remember. I mean, there was, there was definitely a bunch of them. That's the, But all of those movies that you just named were classics. Like, how can oh, you yeah. go wrong with... I, I fucking loved Leprechaun, and that was kind of like my gateway into horror, because it was, you know, it classified as horror, but it's not really too scary. Right. Um, but that Gremlins, I can love Gremlins so much. Gremlins still, and it, it's kind of cool that a lot of the stuff's coming back. Like my uh, mm -hmm. my fiance, huge Gremlins fan, and That's this awesome. year I, you know, I was able to find uh, what the hell are those Christmas things that you you open uh, something every day? Uh, Advent calendar. Yeah, they. Yep. I found a Gremlins one of oh, there. Awesome. 
I mean, it is awesome from all the little characters to, you know, little slime. I mean, everything and, and to the point where it's kind of like a display now, you know, it's, yeah, that one was cool. I think I found it at Aldi of all places. Really? Aldi's yeah. has some good shit from time to time. But if I ever saw that, I think I would probably shit my pants and buy it immediately because hello. Yeah. I, there was only there was one left in the entire store because I was like, if there's multiple, I'm going to buy a couple. And like yeah. I said, friends, family, that's what you're getting for Christmas. You're going to get your own adult one. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool that it's coming back. And we were lucky enough to have the Halloween store that mm-hmm. was in uh, was in our hometown for the season. Obviously, it's gone. They just rotate. So we got yep. a lot of cool stuff. I mean, even in the studio, I got this cool sign. This is welcome to Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, there's yes. a Gremlins one on the wall. The three rules. Keep them yep. away from bright light. Don't get them wet. Never feed them after midnight. Yep. So it was uh, just a couple cool things, cups and stuff. So it was, it was cool to have that, too. I reaped the benefits of that store because uh, when Sal came down, when the family came down, they mm-hmm. got me this awesome Halloween sweatshirt that had mm-hmm. like lines from the movie on the sleeves and just like the classic cover. And uh, and a Michael Myers decal that is still on the window. He's there all year round. Nice. Many uh heart many heart attacks opening the fucking curtain, forgetting (laughs) he's there. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Greg, why are you wearing that mask? (laughs) I got pissed too because I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, oh wait, I did that. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Ugh, but he will stay there all year round and he will not come down. So that's um, awesome. Yes. But there's also a lot, there's a cool place not too far up the road from us that has uh gremlin stuff it's like a comic book and now it's more like figurines vinyl um a whole hmm. bunch of stuff and they have awesome gremlins stuff That's just awesome. for your, just for future reference when you're christmas I shopping know. i keep saying that we, i gotta get down there one of, one of these days we're gonna make this trip you should come in and hang out have some beers yep oh many beers many many beers all right so now we're gonna switch it over to our top 10 beards and horror i probably have some of the same on on your list but oh yeah we'll just we'll just and the guest will go first so start with your number 10 perfect so obviously people may and they might not know me on the internet i, I do beard rankings as well uh, yes. on the facebook page it's a thing people send me unsolicited beer picks beard picks all of the time i get <laughs> 50 60 different beards every goddamn day so i'm like all right so i took this pretty seriously and yeah. uh you know, my number 10 Lon Chaney Jr., the Wolfman. Yes, he is on my list too. So that's mm-hmm. an amazing choice. That's my 10. Yes, he can't be a classic universal monster. Yeah, I mean, solid beard. I mean, if you if, if you look at it, and for me, you know, there, there's a difference. You, know, you got to have a decent beard. You got to yes. have the, you know, you got to have a little bit of that mustache. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good, that's, it's a good one. I mean, it's got the nice little shape and it's a vintage one. You know, obviously it's there. They, they shaped it okay. Yeah. Put higher on the list if you had a better stash. An, an unruly wolf beard, but definitely <laughs> rocked it. So. Oh, 100%. Good, good wearability. Yes. He was my number seven. So I'll. Oh. I'll skip off of that one. But number 10 for me is uh, Michael Brody from Jaws the Revenge. Okay. Uh, I don't know he, if I know that one, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out real quick. Yes, please do. It's uh so Jaws the Revenge is the fourth in the franchise and it's the voodoo curse. Jaws um, followed the family from Amityville or Amity to the Bahamas. It's the worst of the franchise, but it's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, he was also in Halloween too, but it's just a nice, like, groomed 80s. It was like, I think it came out 87. A really nice groomed beard, nice stash. 
He's pretty. He's got the like the curlyish hair too. Yes. Kind of yep. going like the wet curly look. Okay, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good beard. Yeah, I like more it. of uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's nice. Not so much in the length, but I just feel like it looks nicely like structured. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I'm using the right beard terms, but to me, it looked like that a nice works. beard. That yeah, yes. works for me. No, that's good. That's solid. It's a good yeah. start. I mean, if that's your ten, I'm excited to see. Uh, excited to see the rest. Yes, definitely. So, who you got for number nine? I have James Brolin from the Amityville Horror. Fuck yeah. The solid uh solid nine in my opinion. I mean, yeah. not only is it a decent classic movie, but I mean it, it's got that what were they? 70s, late 70s, early 80s probably yeah. in there, just that classic. You got the flowing hair, the beard, just solid mustache, good beard, and just the classic, I guess, dad beard. They're rocking yes. the flannels. The only thing that I didn't love is um, just a completely shaved chest in most of the movies. Like, you're rocking that big beard? Let's sell it a little bit. Let's let that chest hair flow up right into that beard. Right. I would like, I, I love body hair. I love chest hair. And if you have the beard, you have to have the chest hair to match it. It so just I'm looks saying, weird. He, yeah. I mean, it's great look for him, but it, it, no chest hair. That's, I mean, that's why he's nine. He could have been a little higher, but I, I agree. He's up. He's on my list too, but I love, like you said, the feathered seventies hair look mm -hmm. with the beard. And I mean, granted he's batshit crazy in the movie, but yep. very nice beard. We're, we're not judging him and his batshit craziness, just his beard <laughs> at this point. Yes. Um, so number nine for me is going to be Aaron from Creep 2. And Creep 2 is like an, like an indie, uh, not so known movie, but it's one of my all time favorites. Um, <clears throat> it's not really... It's not really lengthy, but I just think he has he he owns it and he rocks the stash and it just gives so much character to him because if you've seen him in Creep, he's uh, just clean shaved, completely different. But I think it adds to what I love about him. And yes, he's the antagonist, but um, I find myself rooting for him and I just love his I love his facial hair. Yeah. Uh, when I Googled it, the first thing that showed me was him in a towel in front of a fireplace. Yes. I mean, there oh, is definite nudity. Yep. Yes. Yep. And you see, you see penis and pubes. So, mm -hmm. I mean, at least they added the pubes. No chest hair again. No chest hair. <laughs> what is it with Hollywood and chest hair? I mean, I have to imagine even when Wes Craven was in the adult business, he was, there was a lot of hair in his yeah. time. Yeah. And leave it like, not to go off topic, but like mm -hmm. when Greg and I first got together, we went as Zorro and like whatever the his love interest was mm -hmm. and he shaved his chest and I was so pissed. I'm like, mm. why, why Don't would you do, do that? that? Don't do that again. And then it grew. And in the, only and reason, all, yeah, the only reason I would ever see to shave is if I was like a swimmer, and I was mm -hmm. trying to be make the Olympics or something, but uh, turns out I I don't really like swimming mainly because <laughs> of um, potentially spoiler alert somebody that could be my next beard that I'm gonna rank. Oh shit! Mm -hmm. I love that segue in. Who is it? You like that? It's uh, Richard Dreyfus and Jaws. Fuck yes, he my is my yes. He's my number four. Oh okay. You're gonna because... you wait until you start seeing the list and you're gonna be like, oh okay these these are great beards. These, and you you're gonna know the movies more. I had to really do some research because like i said i i didn't know some of these horror movies but yeah i mean it's an iconic beard for sure and like yeah. i said top five for you um good wearability but just kind mm -hmm. of that you know he spends a lot of time on a boat so yeah. it's a little bit wind beat up you know not a lot of product back in the day <laughs> uh but and the one thing i do really love is why i kind of have them at that eight spot is the natural coloring they kind of let that natural coloring with a little bit of the gray a little bit of the whites and just i mean it's a definitely trimmed shape and the cheeks and everything like i think 
if I'm on, you know, a guy that's in Jaws and I'm stressed out trying to catch Jaws, I'm on a boat. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have liked to see a more natural, you know, with the cheeks filled in and, yes. you know, cause you're, you're not going to spend all this time while you're trying to get Jaws cleaning up and trimming up the beard. Hell no. You need to worry about that shark that's eating up kids and, and swimmers and all that nasty shit. So mm-hmm. yep. don't, don't worry about your beard. Worry about the shark. Exactly. All the points that you said, cause I, when we get to mine, I'm not going to, you know, go through it again, but like, I completely agree with you. I wish it was a little bit longer, a little bit more gruffier, but the salt and pepper, nice touch salt mm-hmm. owed to the sea. I feel like. Oh, yep. I, so oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm like really excited to hear the rest of yours because like all of mine are kind of up and I just, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty good. So my number eight is Lon Chaney Jr. Wolfman. So gotcha. I mean, okay. iconic. Yeah, it's pretty iconic. Yeah. My seven's a little bit of a reach. Um, okay. So, so I mean, if you can veto, this is your show. You're allowed to. But I went with uh, Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface. You don't oh, get to yeah. see it, obviously, yeah. with there. But that beard, even when he filmed, according to the research that I did, was still mm-hmm. there. Still, uh, still a pretty decent beard. And you see a lot of the pictures, obviously, offset or off, you know, filming and stuff like that. And when he has there, it's a, it's a pretty nice beard. And I, I think if you look closely in a lot of the movies, the way that the mask kind of fits and it's got mm-hmm. the little bit of a bubble yeah. under here, it's cause yeah. that beard is, is, is there and bulging on even in his kind of later life, that nice white beard had a nice little mustache and, you know, not mm. too low of a cheek line. It kind of drives me nuts when, you know, people come in, where am I here, here, and then they go yes. down too far and, you know, over. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was a, I thought that was a, a pretty solid beard. So that's uh, that's my that's my seven. There is no way I would veto that because that's a excellent choice. I love that you threw that in there. I'm kind of mad that I didn't, but kudos to you, Matt. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number seven is kind of odd because it's a female, but it's mm-hmm. Ethel Darling from American Horror Story. It's Kathy Bates. Yep. Um, I think it's a, a nicely groomed and hearty beard for a woman. Um, in freak show so i and i love kathy bates misery just everything she plays all the characters in american horror story so well um very well so she has to be on that list so she is seven solid seven yep solid seven uh, honestly she was on kind of a uh i have an extra list of you know some that didn't make the cut and uh mm-hmm. yeah that was no that was that's a that's a good one i like yeah. it i like Thank it you. a lot <laughs> All right, my next one is Sid Haig from uh, Captain Spaulding from mm-hmm. The Devil's Rejects. Yes, it's a uh, it's it's a unique beard. It, it's one that I, th- I think you definitely remember. It's just you know, and then especially when you start to throw in that paint and yeah. they leave that in there, it's very all natural. More of a you know, kind of not whaler like the opposite whaler, where it's got this a little bit of the chin there, and it's yeah. it's one that I think when you think horror movies, you think, yep, that uh, that's that's pretty freaking creepy. So. It's iconic. He's an iconic character. That movie, as much as I can't, I can't stand Rob Zombie and I can't stand the movies. Yep. Uh, it's a great beard and rest in peace to him. Cause mm-hmm. yes, but amazing beard. And in the yellow teeth would make that grayish beard pop. Yes. You know what he reminds me of? Cause we just watched it the other night. We watched Aladdin and when, uh, Jafar is like going and he's posing as that poor dude or the old man in the cave. He reminds yep. me of him with like his crazy beard and his teeth. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know why I think of him. I think it's such a weird correlation, but it is weird, but Hey, it just shows your, your horror brain is, uh, <laughs> is prevalent even in Disney movies. 
Yes. You can't turn it off. <laughs> I couldn't help. It. I was just staring. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Where does he look like? And then the light bulb goes off. Yep. And then I just see Sid, you know, with his smiling face in the camera. Uh, so yeah, that's something that I don't think anybody actually wants to see, but that stupid little hat, the little American yep. flag top hat thing. I know. I mean, Grant, okay. I have to give Rob Zombie credit for his oh, ideas. All of your viewers are going to be like, oh shit, stop her with this. Stop her with this. But I'm going to let it go. Everyone knows that I have such a, a, a distaste for him just because I feel like it's the same repetitive shit. And um, I, I'm also somewhat bitter about Halloween and yep. what he did with Halloween, but that's mm -hmm. just me, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But, uh, the character is iconic, like him creating the character in that movie. I have to give it credit. Yep. For that. And, and that play on so many people with their fear of the clowns. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a classic movie, you know, in a horror movie. And then you have the marketability for Halloween costumes. You know what oh, I mean? Because yes. you, you maybe they didn't have the hindsight, but let's be honest. There's people that are making these movies have a big brain. They're mm -hmm. thinking, OK, what can we put these people in that we can sell a ton of them and still make even more money? And yeah. that's the costume that is a very achievable homemade or store-bought. I was just going to say homemade. You could you could easily do that, like super cheap, and so many people could pull it off. And I'm sure there's been millions of people that have gone as him for Halloween. So it's, yep. it is brilliant. And being a bearded guy, Halloween costumes are very hard to find. So, mm -hmm. I mean, when you, when you start looking and you're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, potentially jump into one of these. Yeah, exactly. I like that perspective of having a beard since... I don't. I just have like a little chin hair and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of spent way too much time in beard talk, but. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad that we get is. to have beard talk and horror talk in the same time. So who would have thought in the entire world, who who else of any horror podcast has ever done beard in horror movie? I, I think I, I think I'm the first. First one. You heard it here and first, I'm, people. I'm happy that I claimed it and I got you on here. So heck yeah. Yes, I'm just, I feel like I'm going to be judged for my list because yours is so goddamn good and mine is like, it's going to kind of fall off at the end. So you might have me beat. Judgment free since 93. You're good. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, my number six is from one of my all-time favorite newer movies, uh, Caveat. It's on Shudder and it's Isaac. And he's the guy that gets paid to go watch uh, his this guy's crazy cousin. And it's... Oh my god, that I cannot express and and like not talk about this movie because I feel like more people need to know about it. But his beard is like it's got the length, right? I'm I'm looking it up. So it's caveat, right? Yep. And his yep. name's Isaac. Yep. And it's if you put like shutter, I think it comes up quicker if you do shutter. But um, like it's it's just nicely, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good. Yeah, it's a good solid beard. I I love personally the natural uh, mustache. Mm -hmm. Yes, good lineup. Uh, like he's got the the straight down lineup. You know, mm -hmm. instead of where it kind of leads and starts going up the neck to the ear. That's a good yeah. beard. And and he is such a good character because he's so quiet. But I feel like he has so much like personality and like depth to him, even though he's very reserved and I mean like fucking traumatized this whole movie. But it, it's 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 a slow burn, but he's yeah. he's chef's kiss i love him so i had to throw him on there that's a good one that's a he, he kind of looks like a local guy that i know um initials mb so well i'm up to giving shout outs to local people but it's got that, <laughs> it's got that that north country look to him that's a good, that's a good one and you were Thank worried you. about your list that's i know solid, well that's a six that's a six wow that's good that's good. thank you 
I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm going to have to one-up you here with my five. Oh, God. We got? I'm going to throw in uh, Bill Mosley Otis, I think is, is the guy's name from the Devil's Rejects as well. Yeah. That's a, that's a solid beard. Uh, he's got the huge mustache. He's got the natural coloring with a little bit of the white on the outside, the, yep. the black there, the good length. I mean – the part that he plays, I feel like, in you know what I mean, with the what's the word I'm looking for, kind of hillbilly, I guess, be, putting it nicely, kind of yes. role. I feel like it should be a little less groomed. You know what I mean? You should really see the the hair on the cheeks. You should really because yes. he's got that kind of dirty long hair, and, and the beard to me looks overly groomed for it. I yes, think these it's... movies should get a hold of me and be like, how do we make this beard fit the part? <laughs> You need to. You need to be beard control on movies because I think it'd be more believable because you're right. It's like so groomed mm -hmm. and like his hair is so disheveled. And like, I love Bill Mosley, like he, I, Chop Top and Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Like, come on, he's iconic. But I, I completely, completely agree with you. It needs to be more rugged. Yep, and that mustache that he has in there—I mean, it flows perfectly. They because what they do to get the to get the mustache to kind of flow on the beard and not go in with it, you come mm -hmm. under here, you give a little bit of a cut. The hair yeah. flows on top of it, and they did an excellent job. It just naturally came out this way instead of down. It's it's nice. It's a, like I love listening to you talk about it because I wouldn't even know that there's like a specific way to cut and, and to do all that. You know what I mean? Granted, I am—I mean, I'm not saying females don't have facial hair, but. Yeah. And, and to be, and this isn't like a knock on any female hair people, but a lot of times when they're in cosmetology school, they're not learning the science behind a beard. And yeah. I didn't go to any formal training. It's just watching videos and talking, you know, some of my best online friends are barbers. So I, I pick their brain all the time. I'm like, Hey, what do I do here? But that's so. awesome. They, they should like include that in cosmetology because I'm beards are such a like staple in culture now. Like mm -hmm. it's such a big thing. And I feel like you would think that there would be like some sort of class to teach it. Yeah, they do bar like specific barber ones and stuff, and yeah. uh, it's just it's you know it's a couple of I, th I want I want to say it's like three hundred hours or something like that in the state of New York. Oh wow! You have to go through it. So yeah, I'd love to hear some beard horror stories. Not to be mean, because I know like that's a lot of work and you put invest a lot of time in it. But I'm sure there's been like, oops, oopsie. Oh uh, yeah, moments. people people around bonfires, people around grills. <sighs> You know what I mean? You're thinking that way. You, it, you, I mean, you have lots of hair. There's probably been moments where, you know, flames and, and, and sparks mm -hmm. and stuff and products in there. It just, and that's one of the worst smells ever. It is. And it's so fucking terrifying because it catches so quick. So like, even <laughs> if you catch it for a second, like my, I had a bang just go from yep. smoking one time and try, ugh. try having that with a mustache. You know no. what I mean? You're right in here and you're just like, that's all I know. <laughs> I'd be terrified. Yep. Yep. If, it, you know, if I have to ever have any of that, I would probably use like a Gandalf pipe and just have it like way out, <laughs> way out to the side and about three foot away. <laughs> you need a Gandalf pipe because that would be iconic with you. And just like mm -hmm. a little wizard cape. <laughs> yep. That would be sweet. It would be. All right. So, I mean, not to, that was, that was uh, pretty solid. We're into the top fives. Things are, things are solid. heating up. I, I'm, 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 I know you're four. I think you told me, but I'm curious your five. My five is already said it's James Brolin. From Amityville. I mean, because yep. I just, I there's something about his 70s hair. There's something, yep. and I know that's not what we're like touching no. on, but I feel like it kind of goes with everything. Agree. I almost put Ryan Reynolds as like a counterpart because I had a feeling he'd be on, but yep. Greg was like, no. He's like, you can't, you can't do that. You have to go with the original. <laughs> so that's fair. 
That's fair. I guess he could be like an honorable mention. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we, that's our second honorable mention. So I mean, yeah. And th- I just, I just, I'm picturing your viewers because I've listened to every episode you have. You know what I mean, Zor? And I just picture these people going, "Really, beards? Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing here?" And, and it's making me laugh inside a little bit. But it's educational. Who would have thought you came to the Pretty Killer Podcast for education? Seriously, but you know what? I bet you they're going to be sitting there and they're going to be doing their research and they're going to find beards that we had no idea about. And that'll be awesome too, you know, to, to get feedback from, you know, on your social medias and stuff like that. And feel free to tag me when yes. you were like, ah, oh, but you forgot this one. Cause that always happens when you do a, a ranking, they're like, listen, those are okay, but you forgot this one, this one, this one. And I know my horror movie, you know, knowledge base is not anywhere near, not only yours and, and, and the amazing viewers and listeners. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm curious for that, but uh, all right. Number four. It's very nice, though, just to say that you you did this research to partake in it. I mean, oh, I'm it's, excited. Yes. Yep. As soon as we kind of came up with the idea and I think you were like, All right, we're going to do our top five. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do 10. <laughs> I know because we're, we're doing another segment afterwards. And he was yeah. like, I did 10. And I'm like, fuck, OK, so I did I'm, glad, my... I'm glad we did five for years because it was pretty hard. It, it was that was a, the, the tough one. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yes. I no spoilers. All right. no. OK, my number four. Uh, yes. If you're ready. I am. Kurt Russell as RJ McReady in The Thing. Chef's Kiss. You took my number one. Oh, He was my number one because. Okay. But. It's good. Please, please. Why you put him on the list? Because, I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like like we keep talking about wearability, his role in, in The Thing. It just. You know, he, he's, he's in the thing. He's going after the thing, flamethrowers, whatever else he yes. has for stuff. And he just has that rugged, all natural. And the biggest thing for me was that high cheek line that we keep talking about. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, a well cut there. Uh, and, and I mean, there's just so many different scenes where you're just looking. It is a very thick bearded, the wearability. And you're just like, that is a guy that's going to go hunt and try to kill the thing. That's what a beard should look like. Because if it's too long, if he, if he has a beard like mine, probably going to catch fire like we just spoke about yeah. it could get you know in the way when he has a shotgun or a harpoon or he's trying to drink some wine or whatever he did in the one scene i mean it's yeah. I, I i think that's uh, it's a solid solid beard in the hair I, I, compliments I, the hair i love the hair but you're right the elements it's the elements in the movie because it's the 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 frozenness of the beard yep a ton that of flamethrowers cool. i know like the thing is probably my like number four all-time favorite horror movie because john carpenter really just does it for me and this is the perfect mm-hmm. like sci-fi alien movie i just yep. love it i love it so and what i much. what i love too is if if there's a couple of looks too like i spoke about the cheek line but if you actually look too there's a couple undershots they actually mm-hmm. don't trim it there it's just that natural underneath uh of the beard look too which is a is a big thing for me just not a natural clean it's just it's just a beer. I, I like it. As Good. is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Epic. I had to put that. I mean, that was the first one I put was that one. So. Yep. Solid. I love it. Four for me. It, we've already said it. Matt Hooper from Jaws. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, I love Richard Dreyfus so much. I mean, it is one of my all-time favorite movies, as you can see. Um, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, yep. it's a nice beard. Solid. Solid yes. beard. Yes. All right. We're into the top three. This is, you know, this is this is my bronze medal yes. in the uh, in the pretty pretty killer podcast top ten beards of horror movies. I went Jeremy Gardner as Ben in the Battery. 
I don't think I, I, I honestly don't even think I know that movie. I didn't so. know the movie. I didn't see it. It, um, but I, I, like I said, I'm looking, and it is a nice. Just you know, the there's a couple of scenes where you know they're just killing. They're 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 killing zombies. They're killing all sorts of stuff. He's got the blood. He's got that. Yeah. It's a nice natural beard. A little bit of the like brownish, gingerish. Just it just fits him. It fits the part. Great stash. Decent hair. Left the chest hair. It looks like a guy that should it just it just fits the role perfectly i think oh my god so i'm so this is so funny how the world works because i had no idea what this movie was you described it perfectly but there was a clip that i just saw and i don't know if you like saw any of the other clips like when you were looking for the beards no there's okay so it's zombies but this dude is in the car and this zombie girl goes up to the window and she has like a wife beater with no bra on and she's trying to attack him so her tits are on the window and he's fucking jacking off and he's sitting there and he's doing it and he's like you know all like shocked that it's happening and the girl's like ah, doing these zombie noises and then the guy like as he's about to finish the guy shoots him and he walks up to the window he's like what the fuck and the guy's like sitting there holding his dick i didn't see that that's i love that you picked that it's funny how like you said Oh, there is. Yeah, now that I'm seeing see that, it? I see I see the uh, the post on uh, somebody Jeremy Gardner's Twitter page, I believe. Yep. Ah, look at that. That is there so funny. Boobs and horror movie. They Jacking go together. Jacking off like... to a zombie, like how how amazing. Like who thought of that? Who was just like, okay, what is a zombie movie missing? We need to have someone jacking off. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're lonely. They're hanging out. Let's. Yes, it's the end of the time, so I might as well just. <laughs> Jizz all over the place. I think he was the actor. I think he's the director. Oh, he, Jeremy Garner, according to his IM or the IMDb uh, IMDb page of uh, of that movie, he's the director, writer, and one of the stars. Damn. So he thought tri- of it. Triple threat. Yeah, look at him. I get, I get it, man. You got a weird zombie fetish. That's cool. Um, <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> um, so my number three has not been said yet. So I'm kind of happy. That it has not been said, but my number three is Krampus. Because I mean, and I don't know if that would technically, I mean, it should count, but Krampus is pretty fucking amazing. One of my all time favorite movies. Um, and he's just a force. Like, you, you, you're a bad kid. Krampus is going to come fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So, agree. Yeah. Yes. No. He takes the bronze. Yeah, that's a, that's a good beer. It's just that long, right? It's the longer, just kind of unkept, just. Yes. Got the teeth and the beard and yes and that face and just like the hood and everything like mm-hmm. a natural beard by a fucking demon santa so <laughs> good okay yeah. all right so all right. who's taking the silver i think you're really going really gonna like this pick I, I really think you're gonna like this it's tyler main from halloween, halloween too yep, yep. solid pick. beard it's yep. a, it's just that thick dense beard we keep kind of go just wearability great wearability mm-hmm. fits the part um you know in, in my mind like when i see him and everything it's it's, it's good beard i mean yeah. you, know, you obviously you don't see a ton of it but um one of the the biggest thing i i think is wasn't there like a scene where he's being escorted mm-hmm. in, in there and i think he's got the, the the long hair he's kind of got the thing down you get a little bit of glimpse of the beard yeah with and, the chains uh, and stuff yes yep Yep, and I mean, then you you obviously see pictures of him not on set or on set, but not during the the film, and yeah, great beard. I mean, there's even figures and you know statues of him from that movie with this just 
it looks like a pirate beard with the hood <laughs> up and everything. It's it's really cool. The the action figure. If you ever look at it, just I think it's Michael Myers Halloween two Tyler main action figure or something like that. When you see it, it's like yeah, holy shit, that's he's a big fucking beefy dude too. Like he really is, is massive. So like that beard really just pulls it all together on like the monstrosity that he is mm-hmm. and yep. just i mean like everyone know i i don't like rob zombies halloweens but he, he is a beast like he picked the perfect michael myers to play the part so yep. kudos to him and amazing beard pretty good yep yes not as good as number one though who's your um, two well two is in the realm of halloween and I guess this is me being biased and you're gonna, You're probably just going to be so ashamed of my choice, but I'm going with Dr. Loomis from Halloween. And it's not, it's not like a long one. It's just, it's, it's, it suits him. It makes him Dr. Loomis. Um, mm-hmm. As it grows over time, he just leaves it gray, but it's still kept nicely with the mustache. And I, I just, I'm a, I'm a simp for Dr. Loomis. So he had to be my number yeah. two. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, too, I mean, a lot of times I'll tell people, like, oh, is it a good beard? Is not. Now, picture that person without their, whether it's a mustache, sideburns, whatever it is. I mean, you, you take that off, they're yeah. not that person. They're not that character. They're they, they're not that person in real life. Yeah. And like you said, he without that facial hair, he's he's not that person. So that's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's close to my heart, so it's number two for me, and mm-hmm. that's it. All right. So All right, this one. Yes. This one, I don't think you, you would ever guess that I would say this, but in my opinion, the number one, and I hope I don't, I don't I hope I don't let you down here. Okay. I don't think you will. Bill Goldberg in Santa slays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I totally was going to put him on the list and I did not. And I'm so pissed that I didn't, but excellent. That's a, That's, it's a great, I'm going to insert like the fireworks blowing. That's a really mm-hmm. good one. Number one. It's a great beard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a funny movie too because it's like ridiculous but i love cheesy movies so yep as soon as you uh, said the krampus or whatever i was like okay we yeah. got a little we got a little christmasy horror movie style thing going in the top three um santa jaws is like my one of my favorite christmas horror movies like there's a fucking shark spin with a hat and when it comes up to do the dun dun it's christmas songs it's like ding 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 ding, ding. it's so yeah. ridiculous i haven't seen the whole I, i've seen more than I probably should of those memes <laughs> and everything. And yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's amazing. It's a good, uh, don't think about a lot of things when we, while you're watching it, but you already said number one, uh, Kurt Russell, McGreedy McCready- mm-hmm. from the thing, just iconic epic. Yep. It, it fights the elements. It just adds the badass to him because he's one of the best characters in the horror franchise. So that's, that's I think they're two extremely solid lists. Agree. I mean, we had what four what forty percent of our lists were the same, just different orders. I mean, it's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty it is. good. We 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 got it. But your number one was awesome. And your zombie jacker offer was a great pick too. So there we go. I mean, maybe it's a movie you hadn't really seen yet, and you'll be watching a guy jack off to a zombie in no time. Uh I might possibly do that tonight. So <laughs> if anyone wonders what I'm doing later, I'm watching Jeremy Gardner's <laughs> uh, brain work into a movie. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So I thought, so we did the beard um, countdown. I thought it'd be cool since Matt said that he, you know, it doesn't really watch a lot of horror. 
um, to send him some of my favorite kills, my favorite scenes from horror and rank them. Um, so I'm just going to quickly tell them what I sent you and then oh, yeah. Yeah. you can break down what you, how you rank them. So I sent him the hacksaw scene from terrifier because everyone listening knows that art, the clown is my fucking favorite. Um, I sent him the end scene of an American werewolf in London chaos, mm-hmm. the opening scene, of ghost ship. I don't have to say anything about that because everyone knows how that is uh, the chest compression scene from the thing. And another one of my new favorites haunt um, uh, the hammer scene, particularly the hammer scene. Cause I love that one. So um, let's do five to one. Okay. So again, this is the part where you guys can feel free to tag me and judge me on my rankings again. <laughs> uh, this is this is how I kind of saw it. In, in my number five is mm-hmm. the opening scene from Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's creative. It's kind of a little bit of unexpected. You know, everybody's happy. They're having drinks, you know, and you know something's going to happen because they keep going to the girl and going to the girl. And, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, shit, something, you know, back in the day, you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, mm-hmm. being a dad, it hits a little bit differently. The, the whole scene does. And, you know, it's, I don't know, the buildup was there. And like I said, it's, it's creative. I give it at that. But for me of the, of the five, for me, it was number five. And it's, it's, I think it's a great place on the list. I think it just first time watching it, like you said, you're not really knowing what's going on, but you're expecting something's going to happen. And to take out that many people with a wire and, and also like, it's, it's funny that you said that too, about perspective of being a parent watching horror movies because it just it hits differently than when you are a teen in your young 20s you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but that part when the guy's when she's holding him and his head slides off i was just like yeah and the first time i saw that i was extremely high and i just sat there and i was like what and they're all just kind of sitting there still alive just looking around like what happened and then they just blood and then just everywhere and yeah, remember it's... when she grabs her side like the girl's looking and she like grabs her bottom half to and try to pull it back to her. Yeah. yeah like it, i said it, rest... it's good yeah it's creative and no it's that's my five well i love that um okay. so what's your number four number four is haunt yes for me, it, it has the old school kind of kill scene vibes to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Some unexpected kind of creative ways. But for me, being what, uh, what a 2019, yes, me, yeah. I think I expect a little bit more from the newer movies because you know what I mean. They they've seen all the ways from you know over the decades them and and I personally I'm a big fan of the, kind of that cat mouse the build up yes. and everything mm-hmm. and you know there's there's i think more ways to be a little more gruesome uh from the graphics to the the kill scenes and i, I think being that's the only reason i think it hurt me a little more is is being a newer movie I, I was expecting a little bit more i guess so that's on me not the haunt no but that's a good way to look at it because you're right it's we need to up the game when it comes to creativity and kills um i just i don't know what it was like you said the cat and mouse but i love how he was you know, the eerie, do you still want to see my face? And I love yep. their masks because their masks throughout the movie are pretty badass. So they are. Um, yep. that one kind of stood out to me because that one was like the more gruesome of the kills in the movie. So yep. I, had to, I had to throw, but compared to the other ones, it's a little bit yep. lighthearted to what else True. we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got for number three? 
three uh this is a tough one but i want american werewolf i mean yeah. it's a classic kill scene just chaos everywhere from people running <laughs> gory just getting beat you know what i mean it's yeah it's it's an og horror movie and i i, I do love it but with the other two that are left it kind of and I, I liked it personally you know mm -hmm. maybe because it's a werewolf with a beard but maybe a little bias there but i did like it better than the hunt and go ship but uh, not as good as the other two can i tell you a secret yeah, I mean we're on we're on a podcast, so well, I mean, I'm if everybody else can see. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yes, because I feel like it's a, a no judge a judgment free zone. But I almost put the werewolf as a beard because he is a hairy motherfucker. But I didn't yep. really know if it fell in the realm of like because it's you know a natural beard because he's a fucking werewolf. I put a werewolf as my ten. I know. Oh, duh. We did yep. put Lon Chaney. I mean, so I mean, damn. I, you should. You could have. It's okay. Okay. See, next this time. Is, that's what I'm talking about. The Instagram. Yes. Next time when we do our mm -hmm. and we'll send each other so we don't have duplicates and see how hard that makes it. Fair enough. Yeah. Like a limit, like a, like a draft. I took yeah. this one. This one's off the board. Yeah. We, we come up with our top 20 or whatever. And okay, we're onto something here. We'll do that next time. Okay. So I'm excited to hear what your number two is. My number two is the thing. I love, you don't really see that coming. You know, you're doing the, and it was the chest defibrillator. You're doing yep. that. Then boom, hands are gone. Oh shit. Then you get to use a flamethrower. Yes. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a really cool scene. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was a tough choice, but obviously it leaves one in. And once you tell me to unleash the one, I'll, I'll tell you why. But yeah, it's, it's a classic kill scene. Totally. And I love the events that transpire afterwards after, you know, like the hands are gone and then the head and that whole sequence because the practical effects of that movie is just, I mean, comparable to like the stuff that we see now. Granted, uh, practical effects are coming back more mm -hmm. in, in horror, which thank God they're listening to my prayers. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes ever in a horror movie. Just because yeah. it's so crazy, like the dude's head and he's all like, eh, and then yeah, just going, yeah, crawls off like classic, it's, but it's it's a good one, yes, so real good, yeah. Number obviously, one? number one is Terrifier. I yes. haven't seen the movie, and kind of as you mentioned, one of apparently you you said it's one of your favorite, and I mean, it's just a wild, bloody, <laughs> gruesome kill scene. I mean, from, you know, the the classic, oh, there's a girl in a chair with duct tape. Oh, no, what's going to happen to her? And then next thing you know, there's torture. And then a girl is cut in half. <laughs> you know what I mean? With a saw while she's alive in, in boots. Of course. Yes. Boots. And where does you start? Where does he start? In her fucking coop. Right down there, split right in half. And then it's the classic. She gets out. Oh, never saw that coming. And then right. your brain's like, okay, well, she's. She's going to stab him one time. You, oh, okay, let's build it up classic and then running around and I'm going to grab a piece of wood. <laughs> I know. And I'm going to fight this off and I'm only going to hit a couple of times. Oh, shit. But not kill him. But not, not kill, kill him. him. And, then and then my gun jams. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it, and it gives you that, in my opinion, that classic cat mouse, that thriller, that emotion of, She's going to go. Oh, shit. She's going to die. She's yeah. doing, and you're just kind of back and forth, back and forth. And it's uh, no, I, I, I'm very thankful as well that, that you sent me that because I would have never saw that wild scene. And honestly, I think it's my favorite kill scene now that I've ever seen of any horror movie. And there's been some really good ones that that was wild. Yeah, that's that that makes me so you have no idea how internally happy that makes me because I love Terrifier. And just to give you like a little back on it. So Terrifier wasn't a hit 
like people didn't really care for it. I loved it. Like when uh, Matt and Andrea would come down when we first moved down here, I found it and I was like, you guys have to watch this. Like, <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting there all on the edge of the couch watching them watch that scene. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Cause it, it's, it's fucking crazy. And in no way do I hate females in no way, you know, cause people are making it Oh well, this is, you know, the worst, the worst kill ever, because look, wait, it, it's, it's brilliant. It's never been done before. Ever. Yep. He and, takes a and, selfie with her after. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And they weren't doing that in old school horror movies because we no. didn't have the selfie game. Maybe a Polaroid or something for for the wall or a drawer or something. But uh, right. and, and I think I think that's really cool to take pride in finding a shitty movie, but liking it not because it's a shitty movie, liking it for appreciating you know what actually happens in that movie, and then being able to to share it with everybody. And and you should take a. It's kind of like finding a song. You find yeah. a song that nobody's ever heard of and you tell all your buddies and, and, and everybody and they're like, holy shit, this is good. How'd you find that? And you're just yes. like, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt with Terrifier. And, and yep. it's, it's, and, and now it's grown into something fucking huge because uh, he came out with Terrifier 2. And mm -hmm. I think that one has a more brutal scene. I mean, I think the hacksaw scene is unbeatable i think that that one kind of like is what defines the franchise but there's a scene that i was gonna i didn't want to double you up on terrifier but um maybe for the next time i'll send you the bedroom scene from terrifier 2 people mm -hmm. passed out people puked there was actual cool. people that like hit their heads on the theater seats when it came out wow yeah it's crazy That's... i mean it's a very good horror movie um but didn't you get like that, like you said, that old school feel? Like it felt like, like a, an 80s kind of slasher type movie. Yep. Yep. Even, you know, that and then, you know, the the running through the dark hallways and, you know, getting yeah. outside and then just, you know, the kind of that confidence and just swagger of uh, the, the killer being like, listen, there's no way. But then they had that little bit of a scene, you know, with the, I don't, I, like I said, I, the, lady? Seen the lady in the car with the phone and it's like, oh, is she going to be saved? Is she, yeah. You know what I mean? You get that little bit of false hope, even though in the back of your mind, you're like, this this woman is dead. There's no <laughs> way. That, and, you know, then you get that creepy scene with the the carriage or whatever. And there's just yeah. there's so much going on in a little bit of time. It's it's, it's really, really well done. And I'm sure if you watch uh, that scene over and over, you're going to continually pick up on different things you didn't see before. Maybe that box of weapons or, you know, what yeah. I mean, or the, the different like you're probably going to catch things and be like, what the hell did you grab that wood when there was a crowbar? You know what I mean? There's probably other stuff. And yeah, uh, it's there's a lot going on. It's it's a brilliant brain behind that. And I love I, I think he's so creepy. Like, I just think he's such a menacing clown because we talked we t touched on this earlier in our in our top beards. But yep. clowns are terrifying to some people. And I feel like this take on him, it just like something about his eyes and something about just like his demeanor, because he says nothing. But, you know, he's not to be fucked with. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. You and know uh, that. Yeah. and the girl, like like you said, is she going to live? And then he fuck he shoots her. Yeah. The and final then that just. Yeah. yeah, and then just kind of watches as the camera pans with the like, just knowing like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, I loved it. People, you know, the 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 reviews were it, it, there was no storyline, there was no connection to the characters, there's no this and that. And I said, and I I love this analogy, but it sounds horrible. It's like porn. Like when you're watching porn, what do you ex you don't want a plot line. You just you're there for a reason, and yep. you get to the end, and it's it's what's supposed to happen. I felt like that's what Terrifier gave us because you yeah. got gore you got 
you know, awesome shots, the grindhouse eighties effect mm-hmm. on how it was shot. I just, and to be honest too, you know, she's, she's over him hitting him with the board or whatever. I wasn't expecting him to pull out that gun. I know. You know, like I'm thinking, oh, he's, he's got the knife. My whole thing is like, he grabbed that knife out of his back. He's going to do something with that knife. Like I'm thinking like an epic throw scene and just yes. splitter between the eyes of the skull or something. And it's like, nope, I'm going to blast her leg. And then it's just, <laughs> she's going nowhere at this point, I guess. So I'm yeah, glad no, that you it's... said that too, about the gun. Cause a lot of people hated that. People are like, slashers aren't supposed to use guns, but I don't really think there's rules. You're supposed to I... up the ante. I mean, a slasher, they're, they're, yeah, they're, their whole goal is to kill and not get caught. I mean, why wouldn't you have a weapon? I mean, he's taking the risk of shooting the weapon, being caught. Right. You know what I mean? There, so there's that. But yeah, yeah. yeah Some people, people dig right into it. And I like that he explored different avenues for it because we've seen axes, machetes, mm-hmm. knives. We've seen all that razors a thousand times. Like this one, I felt like delivered something different. I mean, he cuts the girl's tits off and puts a wig on and, and does like a chicken dance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I fucking yeah. love that movie. So. No, it's, it's good. It's good. I'm no, glad that's... that it was number one. Yeah, it had to be in my opinion. So yeah, no, that was, that was fun. That was a good list. I was expecting either like you to be like, Jordana, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's five. Like, why would you put that? And I'm nope. just happy that you put it as one so hey i like i said i, I grew up with them i'm not i'm probably gonna be the 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 guest on your show that knows the least amount of horror but i know enough to be dangerous in the horror game right yeah and i will like sprinkle you with knowledge on what i think is good horror and you're gonna in return tell me awesome facts about beards and mustaches so exactly it's like it's a giving it's, it's mm-hmm. i like our our, our communities will come together because people with beards and in the beard community, they're going to love horror movies and there's going to be in a small percentage of them. There's going to be a small percentage of horror, you know, uh, you know, fans that will love beards. So, I mean, maybe now we have a, a way that we can bring some more horror movie bearded people into your world, yes. you know, and well, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a blast. I'm glad that we got to finally connect because, you know, we used to see each other every day at work. Mm-hmm. We moved away and, you know, but we did. You did. I know. I went nowhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I moved away to do this podcast. Yep. Well, sometime too, maybe um, you guys are up for an extended time. You will maybe we'll do a special edition, pretty killer podcast in the Beard Law Studio. Oh my God, that would be and, amazing. And we can have we can have Greg in here as well. We have the setup. We can have four, four or five. I mean, we can have a lot of people. It's crap space, but we could we could easily have three to four guests in here easily. If we have beer, we'll be fine. Oh, there's a beer fridge. Yep. <laughs> and he'd be happy too because he was like, "Oh, you're recording with McCleared." I'm like, "Yeah, you, yep. he's he's mine though. You can't talk to him." <laughs> yep. But yeah, like I said, we you know maybe you guys we we plan a trip or you know we we figure it out. I come down to there. I bring I bring some equipment and we could easily, you know, with the the equipment I have, we could sit down right there in your studio and uh, yeah. have a nice little one as well. Right to the right of me is our vinyl collection, and we can hang down here and. Look at some, you know, some horror records and spin some, spin yeah. some tunes. There we go. I'm down we'll for have, all we'll of have this. one here. Yeah, like I said, it's easy for me to pack up and and bring this show on the road. I do it often. So yeah, yes. you heard it for, first here. We're gonna have a the first collab in studio. We're gonna get Greg, Jordana, and whoever else is in in the area. And yeah, we're just gonna grab you from the, Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll start taking applications for who wants to be on. <laughs> yeah, special special fourth spot. Yes, to be announced. But so why don't you tell everyone what like what's coming up? Like 
episodes, uh, lives just so they can hop on and, and watch the amazingness that is you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's really, I mean, the Tuesday show is going to be always the Tuesday show. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's there for TikTok. It's just different videos from different people. Thursdays kind of free flowing. You know what I mean? If you're just looking to, you know, kind of like you said, it's Jaws, uh, the, the Christmas Jaws movie, you know, it's just kind of a mindless thing that you can put on kind of multitask, have a beer, have a laugh. And then most people come in and they just jump right out. You know, that's, that's Thursday, the Yorktown. We have a couple of things. There's um, an Onondaga Bridge story that we're going to be uh, doing at some point. Uh, there's nice. some really cool kind of stuff with that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else there is. Uh, we did the Gibson guitar one. Um, we're going to do one on uh, Lake Champlain, Oh, which will be a uh, pretty cool one uh, with, yeah. with Champ. Champy. Uh, I know it's Champy. He was, uh, we're also working on one with uh, Stacy Castor, which is the Syracuse Black Widow. Oh, oh, that yep. hits close. Wow. Yes. Yep. That one. And um, and then there's also going to be one on the Las Vegas mole people. Oh, wow. All of that sounds very yep. so, And we, went, we decided to go Vegas uh, for that one. We're going to we're going to start kind of doing there because I'm, I'm going to be in Vegas for some uh, some kind of work beard work stuff. So we're going to be uh, I'm going to be out there doing some stuff here July 10th to the 14th. But we got we got all sorts oh, yeah. of stuff. One that, uh, that I'm actually doing a, a deep dive on, which I think will be pretty cool, is Bolt Castle. For oh, people that yes. don't know up in Alex Bay, there's a, there's a lot to that story, and that'll be there. But there's there's so much stuff. I mean, there was a Kalura, New York, which is up near like the Harrisville area. There was a woman that was tarred and feathered back in the day. Jesus. Uh, there was a, a couple of marl, marble quarries. There's some murders that happened in all these small towns and a lot of a lot of cool stuff. And actually, one that's I'll, I'll, I don't know when this is going to be released, but um, Monday the what is it the third? Yeah, uh, we'll give you guys a little bit of a spoiler here. It's going to be on a monastery monk murderer. Holy shit! That happened in Staten Island. Wow. Yep. I'm like super excited for these episodes because they all sound like you wouldn't think with small towns there'd be much of anything but small towns have the most drama and the most like mm -hmm. random things to happen that you would never know yeah like we already did one obviously west craven there was yep. uh, oneida new york there was yep. a cult which was like a freaky religious sex cult that ended up making spoons which was wild. <laughs> um, there was a family massacre in Louis Louisville, New York yeah, in yeah. the 1800s. Oh, um, yeah. There was a high speed chase that happened with bootleggers that we covered that went from like Malone to Watertown, New York. Wow. Uh, the lady in the lake from Lake Placid was yeah. a really cool one to cover. So a lot of cool. And that inspired uh, a movie as well. So everyone a lot of different stuff has to check it out because that is just, and it's cool because it's like, it kind of hits home because it is home. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I mean, I'd love to do. Have have some of you know your viewers. We have some of our viewers, like some of the ones that I was just spitting out, where people just sent a message to me on Instagram. They they sent an email and they're like, yeah. "You should hear about this. This happened." You know, we just got a cool story on some stuff we're going to dive into from Iowa. You know, mm -hmm. and my my goal is if you go to yourtown.com, there's a mm -hmm. map, and every time we do an episode, I put a little like thumbnail tack yes. in the in the town and i love obviously it's very heavy in our area but i'd mm -hmm. love to eventually you know have them in each area you know from totally. uh, from from all over the u.s and canada and wherever else it'll be pretty cool it's gonna happen because you know people are just gonna be like oh well here let me tell you about this that happened mm -hmm. so i'm excited to see where all that goes um and also too for vegas because i didn't know you're going to vegas uh i just did an episode with uh christy yep. from nightmare with, uh, toys toy. yep 
yeah and uh her restaurant looks amazing so i know i I actually was telling zach today i was like man when i'm in vegas i said i hope i have some time because i'm actually gonna bring the fiance out so we can hopefully catch a show and just gamble and and see some cool stuff and i and i sent her the episode i don't know if she listened to your last one i was like we should definitely check this out because it's it's pretty cool it looks badass a friend of mine went and i was just like she kept sending me snaps and i'm like (laughs) i'm so jealous but that's a bucket list hopefully but yep uh I hope you have a great trip. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time to hang with me. I cheers you and had a great time talking. And uh, I'm going to uh, link up uh, his link tree in the description below. So make sure that you follow if you're not already. Be crazy not to. And uh, yeah. So maybe they'll be crazy to follow me. I mean, it can go either (laughs) way. (laughs) I think, I think they'll be. Your list was stellar so (laughs) but uh thank you to everyone who's listening and until next time we'll see you then good night